Sports Voice in southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI welcomes you to Coach's Corner, southeastern Indiana's top local sports show. Live from Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville, here's your host, Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Good evening and welcome to Coach's Corner. Ron Raver with you this evening from Ison's Family Pizza. We're glad you're with us on this rainy uh, Monday evening. Our first guest is Evan Ulrey, Batesville High School football coach. Uh, coach, um, I'm sure you're uh, very pleased with the offense. I'm sure you got a couple concerns about the defense. Yeah, I mean, we've got concerns across the board as after week one. I mean, you always, you know, you look at it and you compare it to where you ended last year, right? And you just know that you're, you're you know, we're not where we want to be, uh, but we know we've got time to get there and, um, I was very pleased. Um, a lot of a lot of aspects for us um, in, in that first game on the road. You know, making the trip down to Jennings County, and um, I would say I was more pleased just after the game and hearing a couple of our captains kind of they they wanted the first they asked for the first word and I let them take it and they knew that that was like a C effort and. Um, we're nowhere near where we need to be, you know, and it's good to hear that from, from those guys. And I'm not always being Debbie Downer and um, that they, they recognize that they recognize where this team can go and where it needs to go and what things we need to work on. So, um, you know, yeah. So, I mean, offensively, when you can score 45 points, obviously you're doing something right. We had almost 500 yards of offense and it was very, very balanced. Uh, five different guys in the end zone and um, the offensive line I played very well. Uh, Travis Lecker, you know, I thought spread the ball around, uh, made the right reads in the run game and the pass game. Uh, was very One thing I was very pleased with him, he didn't force the issue on a couple different occasions. He, in a sense, took the sack. Um, and those are just things that you don't necessarily see from a sophomore. So I was just very pleased, very pleased offensively. Coach Wilder in his first game as the offensive coordinator called a pretty good game. And, um, yeah, I, I just think that uh, – a lot of things offensively very happy about and uh, defensively we'll, we'll sure things up special teams will sure those things up it gives you something to really um, focus in on and keep the guys attention as we get into week two and I know a lot of people are probably saying uh, where was Travis Lecker last year but uh, he was injured correct most of the year um, about halfway through yeah I mean last year uh, we were three deep at quarterback you know you had um, Trey Eidledge, and then uh, we had Austin Pullman, who was our, started out last year as the JV quarterback around this time last year, and then uh, Travis played C team, and he was a quarterback down there. Well, then we uh, around the you know about week two, we uh, Isaiah Riffle went down with a knee injury. Uh, we were trying to search what are we going to do at tailback, so then we bring Austin Pullman up. He plays tailback. Um, and then, you know, Travis went up and played JV. I thought played very well JV. Um, ended up having a foot injury. Um, he played. That was the game that caught my eye. It was a JV game at Greensburg, and uh, he's hobbling around and gutting it out and doing a lot of things that, you know, um, you don't typically see from that position sometimes. And, uh you know, it, it, yeah, he was a freshman. And, you know, you had a guy named Trey Heilage <laughs> that um, was doing his thing. So you had some guys below him. Obviously, it wasn't their time and their time to shine. And, you, you know, and, um, I, you know, you, you go back and, and um, 
you, you see how grateful you are, you know, with with a guy like Trey, that um, both Austin and Travis have the ability to work under and learn and see how to do things. And uh, I really feel like, and you know, we went into about a, a few days even before Triton Central, you know, who was going to be the quarterback? Was it going to be Travis or was it going to be Austin? And um, both of them can do a very very good job. It was about getting both of them on the field, and we just felt like the the equation was greater. Uh, because Austin's very good at tailback, that the best way to get them both on the field is probably to, to do the combination that we saw on Friday. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's cool. I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people in the conference had any idea who Travis Lecker was until they probably saw the stat line Friday night. Coach, who you want to point out, uh, otherwise, who played uh, well for the Bulldogs? Well, I mean, we, again, the offensive line I thought played really well. Um, you know, Sam Bowman, Ethan Meyer, uh, Carson Mackey, Connor, Connor Bachelor, and Colt Swingle, uh, Ryan Thayer played in there at times. So we had like a six-man rotation. I thought they played very well. Um, you know, you, like I said, you cannot have 500 yards of offense. I mean, we are at 494 without your O-line playing well. I thought they, they answered the call. Um, they did not have a very good film session last Monday, right? Um, and and I told you I thought that was an outlier performance by them, and I thought that they really responded well um, and allowed us to have two 100-yard rushers and, and, and Travis stay upright uh, in the passing game. I mean, uh, the, the sacks really uh, would be, to be honest, was more on our receivers than it was on our O-line. You know? And so I thought the O-line played extremely well. Um, I thought defensively, um, yeah, we gave up some points, definitely some there in the second half, uh, but Brayden Lincoln had 19 tackles. Uh, I thought he played a pretty good game. I mean, some things that obviously he'd tell you got to play better in coverage, but you know he played well. J.T. Linkle, uh, I thought had a really good game for us uh, defensively and special teams. Uh, I know his name was called a lot. He had about uh, 12 tackles. Uh, I thought Jeremiah Limmel, his first game at Mike, uh, I thought he at middle linebacker for us. I thought he played a pretty good game. And really, the guy who really stepped up and um, had a really good week of practice last week, and I, I thought played a pretty good game was uh, Alex Seifert. Uh, play outside linebacker for us. Um, you know, that, that's not an easy position, um, and I thought he played well. He stepped up um, and, and played a good game for us. So, uh, I, and again, across the board, I thought there were guys on both sides that did things, but ultimately in the end, I, I really felt like, um, you know, offensively, you know, we, we were able to do a lot of, a lot of good things, and, you know, and I just praise the O-line. I'm just so proud of from week one, basically that Triton Central scrimmage to week one, just the, just the growth uh, that they that they displayed. Coach, and you also, uh, when you lose an Adam Badel, uh you know things that uh, linebacker are going to be a little bit different the next year. Yeah, I mean, last year, um, everybody knew 55, Adam Badel. Everybody knew, and everything was um, accounting for him. And, you know, there'll be times you get two or three guys going towards Adam. Um, they were trying to get him him blocked, right? Um, this year, I, I feel like it's more of a collective effort, um, and, and we 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 still believe this, and it's um, that this defense, I believe, collectively, um, is better. Um, and because a lot of that is, we have a lot of those guys that are back uh, in the you know our defensive line. Everyone's back. You know, we slid Charlie Dice from D line out to outside linebacker. Now he didn't play a lot on. On uh, on Friday at outside linebacker, but I expect him to play a lot more snaps out there moving forward. And um, you know, we got guys that return in the secondary, so a lot of a lot of guys back. And then you add in 
Jeremiah Limmel, who played some games last year at the varsity level when we had some injuries. So uh, it wasn't his first, cha- you know, first chance. Ben Shedler went from outside, and he's playing inside. So uh, there's just a lot of guys back, and it's trying to fill that void of, of 55. Um, but uh, I think collectively, it's a pretty good. T- it's a pretty good group. Um, a good mix, um, and they'll get things right. And there were times they played really well, and then just times we were just making mistakes and, uh, you know, week one mistakes. And fortunately for us, it didn't cost us. And I, and I know. I know Coach Bowman and, and the defensive staff will get a lot of that stuff ironed out and fixed, and uh, we'll be a lot better come this week. Coach, you got Milan, uh who beat uh, Rushville on Friday night. Uh, year in and year out, this has been a knockdown, dragout uh, game. Last year was an exception to that uh, when the score got a little bit lopsided, but that's not the usual when you're playing Milan. No, it's not. I mean, it's a, and like I told the guys, I said, fellas, this is a rivalry, right? I think you know, for a rivalry to be a rivalry, it's got to be competitive, and there's got to be both teams got to be winning. You know, it just can't be geographically. Um, obviously, we we're, we're we're county rivals. We play for the bell. Um, I have tremendous respect for Milan and their program, Coach Lankerman. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I do not <laughs> at all expect. Uh, the the performance of last year to duplicate just because um, you know, I think we got their attention and we we had some things kind of fall our way last year um, and it was probably an outlier performance for Milan last year and uh, I do not think that uh, I think they're going to come in with a lot more of a chip and as I told the guys and I ended it with it I said fellas um, Milan is good enough to win the 1A state championship I, I, I truly believe that. I watch them and I see that that is a very good team, very uh, competitive. They've got they've got some guys that fly around, play aggressive. Um, I've always liked the way they play with a chip on their shoulder. Um, they're usually just tough in the trenches, and, and Coach Langford is a good football coach. So um, that that I, I, as I told those guys, I said they're they're. This is a this is a very good football team, a very good football team, and um, to think that last year's. Uh, score has any impact on this year? Yeah, I mean, we, we you just sometimes they're high school kids, right? And so you got to make sure that they they're locked in on this year and this year's team and this week. So uh, I think we've got their attention, and you know, again, we have a lot of respect for Milan and what they do. So we know it's going to be a battle. And they do have a veteran quarterback. I think when Coach Lankrum was on last week, he talked about one of the kids getting injured last year, somebody filling in, and now both of them are healthy. So you know they're going to be good at the quarterback position. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they've got, um, you know, their quarterback really has some experience. Their O line, uh, a lot of experience from their O line. Um, that's always a good thing, you know. If you're, you know, returning, like same thing for us. You know, we had four returning starters and two other guys that had varsity experience. So uh, that 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 helps tremendously. So they've got some things there. So both sides of the trenches, you know, definitely some experience. Their linebackers are pretty solid. I know both of them from last year played. Um, and they've got a couple DBs that I think uh, do a really good job of uh, playing in coverage, flying up, you know, making plays. Um, they're tough. You know, like they're, they, they've got players across the board, and they've got experience, a good mix of uh, juniors and seniors. So, uh, again, yeah, they're going to be – They're gonna, it's going to be a battle, you know, and it's going to be a fun atmosphere, a fun game. And, um, you know, I think our guys and our staff, we're up for that challenge. Do your reserves and freshmen start this week? Our reserve starts tonight. They're, they just kicked off. Um, C team 
don't have one. So uh, a lot of that, you know, with a small freshman class, our number's right at 54. We just opted not to. Uh, most of that really is, you know, three-fourths of our schedule gets canceled on us anyway. So, um, you know, with and plus with – Bryson Benelli is our freshman quarterback, and he's playing. He's our JV quarterback. So um, it just the you know we and we have a lot of linemen that are freshmen that play up. So just a uh, JV schedule this year. Um, and but yeah, so they're 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 playing right now and probably tearing our field up. So <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, so I'll probably swing by there here shortly and and see how they do, and hopefully we can get off to a good you know good start at the JV level as well. You mentioned that, and uh, just happened to be listening uh, when uh, the IHSA report was on last week, and they talked about the fact that not only are numbers uh, causing freshman uh, games to be uh, canceled, but they're not finding officials that can well, they'll do freshman games. So that's another problem yeah. at that level. Yeah, there's definitely a, it's definitely an issue. Um, and it's an issue for a lot of sports. I know in talking with Mr. Helvey and other athletic directors that just the participation among, amongst youth uh, in, in, in sports has dropped. So um, it's not just a football thing, but definitely we see it a lot in football. Coach, anything else before we let you go this evening? Well, I just a couple thank yous and a couple reminders uh, to those listening. Uh, number one, I love to uh, you know thank the YMCA. Uh, we get to do our our morning after morning workouts on Saturday. We go in there and do our kind of our post game recovery and things like that. So I appreciate their efforts and and allowing us to come in and do that. And then little Charlie's donated the team meal on Monday, so or uh, not Monday, but um, on Friday. Um, so we thank them for their generosity and all them over at Little Charlie's. Um, and then um, turnover hunger. We dropped about three or four interceptions on Friday and <laughs> unfortunately had zero turnovers forced, so we uh, have a goose egg still there. Um, but, again, forms. Uh, we've got players that are distributing out forms. We'll have forms out on uh, Friday's game. Uh, you can also go online at Ripley County Community Foundation's website and you know, place your pledge there. Um, so, again, just trying to get that – Get that support to help out the local food pantries. Uh, and then uh, Lucas Oil tickets. I know the, the school's still selling those, $12 uh, pre-sale. Um, that game's next Saturday, um, September the 7th. At 5.30, we play South Dearborn. So um, we're the third game. It's a it's a it's basically an EIAC plus Milan Day, take away East Central. Um, so four games, 12 bucks. Um, so if you want to come support the Bulldogs, you can also stick around. I think Milan plays Lawrenceburg afterwards, or you can watch the games prior. Uh, but $12, they can buy tickets there at the athletic office. Um, but at the gate... If if they wait till the day of, it's fifteen dollars. So uh, you can kind of sell, you know, save yourself a few dollars um, as well. So it's going to be a fun day, a fun atmosphere. Four games uh, at Lucas Oil, and um, but yeah, so tickets there, and then obviously Milan open up the home opener uh, this Friday. So it'll be a be a fun day uh, with our we've got a youth day, uh, youth football night as well. So should have a nice big crowd. And one thing is certain, uh, in the old days, uh, you had to get used to a new surface when you went up there. That's not the case anymore. No, I mean, we've... We've um, we scrimmaged on a on artificial turf. We started out on artificial turf, so uh, we'll play on it a couple more times. So, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, I think we're more accustomed right now to turf than we are natural grass. So, uh, but yeah, it shouldn't be any any different than what we've seen here 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 recently. That's nice, 
Coach, uh, congratulations on the win, and we'll see you in two weeks because next week is uh, Labor Day. All right, thank you. We'll be back after these words from our sponsors. You're listening to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 in your FM dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen here from the award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza with big news. The Chicken Bruschetta Supreme Pizza is back in Batesville. Yeah, you heard that right. Our delicious pizza that Eisen's Family Pizza makes with white garlic sauce, fresh local basil, seasoned chicken, and tomatoes is back for a limited time only. And don't forget about our top this frozen yogurt. We have soft serve and pre-cupped options. Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333 on the phone, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com on the web or downtown Batesville. Can you believe the cost of things today? The cost of food, the cost of gasoline, the cost to heat and cool your home? Now, the cost to heat and cool your home, you can do something about. Call Garings and get a high-efficient heating and cooling system from Carrier. A new Carrier air conditioner will use a lot less energy and save you money. So if you really want to cut some costs, call Mike or Jeff at Garings for a free Carrier estimate. Turn to the experts with Carrier and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. When your kids are getting off the school bus, make sure they are safe at home with a security system from ETC. Sign up for ETC security before September 30th and get a $200 bill credit. That's like getting a home security system at almost no cost. Call 866-ETC-4YOU or visit etczone.com to learn more about ETC security and ETC security with home automation. 36-month monitoring agreement is required. Monthly monitoring fees apply. Residential customers only. Paperless billing required. Other terms and conditions apply. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We are back and joining us now is Dave Back, Oldenburg Academy Boys uh, Tennis Coach. And, uh, Coach, how's the season going so far for you? Uh, we're off to a good start. Uh, busy week last week. Uh, had a total of five matches uh, last Saturday. Uh, traveled to Blue River Valley. Uh, walked away with a victory up there by a score of 5-0. Uh, second match was against Trinity Lutheran in Seymour. Uh, won that match uh, 5-0. Uh, last Thursday, played East Central. Uh, very good East Central program. Uh, walked away with a victory there by a score of 3-2. And then this past Saturday, we uh, played at the Waldron Invitational Tournament. Uh, walked away with uh, one win and... Uh, loss in the championship uh, but the kids played very well so we won the first match by 5-0 against Trinity Lutheran again and lost in the championship against Knightstown a very good tennis program uh, by a score of 3-2 so uh, kids are off to a good start uh, just hope we continue to play play like we have the, la- the past week who do you have coming up in the next couple of weeks uh, right now uh, we're scheduled tomorrow to play at Lawrenceburg uh, Wednesday, we are scheduled to play at Union County. And then on Thursday, we're scheduled to play at Franklin County. So it'll be another busy week for us. And then next week, I think we have uh, Morristown on uh, Tuesday, Rushville on Wednesday. And those may be the only two matches we have the following week. How many young men do you have out for tennis? Our numbers just keep getting bigger and bigger. Uh, this year, we have a total of 18 players. Uh, if it's okay with you, I'll try to name all 18 of them. Uh, Go so right ahead. Okay, so I have two seniors, uh, Henry Meyer and Will Younger. I'll come back to my junior class because that, that, that's the bulk of our team. Uh, so we have two sophomores, Tim Putman and uh, Matthew Graf. Uh, then we have three freshmen, Evan Hilbert, Will Hollingsworth, 
and Luke Younger. Our uh, junior class, uh, which makes up the bulk of our varsity, um, Nate Geis, um, Colton Shuckman, Hunter Shuckman, Gavin Hammerly, and then these four of these guys sitting here uh, next to me, but I have Drew Wagner, Mike Wanstroth, Riley Shevler, Ethan Back, Patrick Thompson, Jacob Sheets, and who am I missing, guys? Uh, John Greeship. John Greeship rounds up our varsity. So uh, a lot of kids' names to remember. I try to do my best uh, during practice, but uh, we're glad to have all 18 of them. Uh, uh, you did much better than I remember uh, one year at Purdue. I went, the coach was going to announce uh, his starting lineup, and he came to one young man. And he says, what's your name? So he was a starter, and he couldn't remember his name. So well, he did well. Yeah, My <laughs> freshman year, uh, my first year coaching, I remember I walked out, and I introduced the team. And, and Bill Wanstroth, the guy who helps me coach, he said, I think you called him by his uh, wrong last name. So, uh, so I'm getting better at that. So. Uh, coach, who uh, plays your top positions right now? Uh, so these guys right here, uh, five guys sitting around me. Uh, Mike Wanstroth right now plays uh, number one singles for us. Uh, John Greeship is playing number two singles. Drew Wagner is playing number three singles. Uh, Patrick Thompson and Jacob Sheets, who's not with us here tonight, uh, currently playing number one doubles. And Riley Shebler and Ethan Backer are sitting here at the table uh, playing number two doubles for us. You already mentioned that uh, Bill is helping you again this year with tennis. Anybody else helping you? Uh, Bill, Bill and I mostly. Uh, occasionally, Coach Wilder, who who coaches the girls' program. Uh, you know, we don't have him there as much as we would like. Uh, but uh, Bill and I try to do the best we can uh, with uh, just the two of us. And uh, talk about uh, obviously these uh, young men. I know uh, remember several of the names. Uh, from last year when you mentioned your top uh, kids. So uh, one of the things is veterans back. Uh, what else do you consider strengths of this year's team? Well, I think I think that's huge uh, experience. Uh, you know, the first two years that I was on your show, um, you know, these kids were all young. They started with us as freshmen. And uh, I, I used the excuse, well, you know, we're, we're still young, we're still young. Well, these guys are now juniors and uh, two seniors, and I can't use that excuse anymore. So uh, I, I've told them this, this year is your year to shine. So you've put in all the hard work for the first two years and, and hopefully for these next two years, and um, that's, we're expecting good things out of them. They, uh, so far this past week, uh, they've done a great job, and uh, we just hope that they continually build on that uh, to get stronger and stronger throughout the season to prepare for the sectional. And where is that sectional, and who are some of your top opponents? Sectional, again, will be held at South Dearborn this year. And um, so the teams that participate in that along with us are uh, East Central, Batesville, uh, Lawrenceburg, Milan, and South Dearborn hosting it. So, and uh, in, in most cases, uh, you obviously are the small school in this group. Uh, we are, yeah. Compared to the uh, other schools, uh, we're probably the, the smallest. Uh, but you know, in a way, that challenges us. Um, so we we've, we've told these kids uh, from the very beginning when they were freshmen that they had the potential uh, if they worked hard. And um, so whether it's big or small school, we just try to go out and work as hard as we can at each match and uh, get better each, each and every time we go out. 
And no matter how many kids they got in school, only seven can play uh, in uh, a match anyhow. So uh, that's what it boils down to. That, that's correct. And, and they all put their pants on the same way, as far as I know of, as the old saying goes. Let's uh, get these young men on, and then we'll come back to you for a final uh, statement. Uh, give us your name, your parents, and any brothers or sisters. I'm Patrick Thompson. My parents are Tom and Misty Thompson, and I have an older sister, Carson, and a younger brother, Nick. And uh, how many uh, varsity letters do you have, either in tennis or in any other sports? Um, this will be my third year playing varsity tennis, and I've played two years of varsity baseball. And uh, any highlights uh, that you want to talk about, whether it be this year or in the past years? Um, our highlights in the past years for tennis have just been winning. And uh, what other activities are you involved in at the academy? Um, baseball, student council, and other after-school clubs. And uh, uh, what grade are you in school, junior? Junior. So obviously you got another year you're going to be back at uh, OA playing tennis and baseball, right? Yep. Okay, turn it over to the next young man. And same thing, your name, uh, parents, and any siblings that you have. Uh, my name is Ethan Beck. My parents are Dave and Melanie Beck, and I have two younger sisters, Emma and Aaron. And uh, talk about uh, letters that you have. Uh, I have. This will be my third year playing varsity mm -hmm. tennis, and that's it. And uh, some highlights uh, for you so far? Uh, just going out every year and competing with some pretty good teams. And uh, other activities uh, at school uh, on the academic or other side of the coin? Uh, I play basketball. And uh, any uh, club activities? No. Okay. And uh, your your grade in school is a junior also, so yes. obviously you're going to be back next year as well. Mm -hmm. Turn over to the next young man. Uh, Name, uh, parents, and siblings? I'm Riley Shebler. My parents are Jenny and Ryan Shebler, and my siblings are Charlie and Lily Shebler. And uh, letters for you? Uh, I got my first letter for tennis last year. Any other sports? I played baseball and basketball. Okay, and uh, highlights for you? Uh, the highlights have been winning. Um, done a lot of winning, and more enjoyably, more, more enjoyably, I love my teammates and spending time with them. And uh, other activities, you, you mentioned the, uh, the other sports you're involved in, any other club activities or so forth? A lot of after-school clubs. Um, I'm an ambassador for OA, so that's pretty exciting. And uh, you're an underclassman as well, so you will be back at OA next year. Okay, next young man, name, parents, and siblings? Uh, my name is Michael Wanstroth. My parents are uh, Bill and Cindy Wanstroth. Uh, I have an older brother. Uh, Joe Wanstroth, an older brother, Nick Wanstroth, an older sister, Katie Wanstroth, an older sister, Chrissy Wanstroth, an older brother, Ben Wanstroth, an older sister, Angela Wanstroth, an older, uh, sorry, uh, me, and then uh, a younger sister, Teresa. And uh, varsity letters for you? Uh, this will be my third year playing varsity tennis. Any other uh, activities or sports at OA? Uh, yeah, I play uh, a baseball. And uh, your highlights? Uh, definitely the, the best one would be beating the Knightstown number one freshman year. And uh, have you beaten your dad yet? 
uh, on many different occasions. <laughs> <laughs> he probably won't admit that, will he? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're just a junior, so you'll be back again as well next year. For sure. Okay. And last young man, starts that in. Okay. And, and I'll mention that Mike is also uh, beaten the head coach as occasions also. I'm still I, waiting for that first win. Yeah, I uh, had a golf coach on, and she said, I thought it was good until a couple of years ago when uh, I got a little bit older and the players got a little bit better, and they started beating me. So, Coach, I had things before we let you go this evening. Uh, just proud of these guys' uh, efforts, and, uh, again, we're just uh, looking for uh, – uh, continual uh, hard work from them uh, to get uh, better each and every day and uh, as a group we want to thank you uh, for giving us the opportunity to come on here this evening and speak with you so uh, we appreciate it. I always enjoy uh, talking to the young men and young ladies that are involved in sports and uh, let the people out there know what these uh, young men and young ladies are like and uh, give them some positive uh, accolades instead of all the negative stuff you see in newspapers all the time. The, the biggest thing that I, I'm blessed with is I work with good kids. And uh, when, you, when you have that, it uh, makes, makes our jobs a lot easier. And I can say that about, about each, each one of my 18 kids. They're, they're just a great group of kids to work with, and I really appreciate that. And that makes going to work uh, quite easy, doesn't it? It makes it fun. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Coach, thank you so much, and best of luck uh, as the season goes along. All right. Thank you, Coach. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You're listening to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9, your FM dial, and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen here from the award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza with big news. The Chicken Bruschetta Supreme Pizza is back in Batesville. Yeah, you heard that right. Our delicious pizza that Eisen's Family Pizza makes with white garlic sauce, fresh local basil, seasoned chicken, and tomatoes is back for a limited time only. And don't forget about our Top This Frozen Yogurt. We have soft serve and pre-cupped options. Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333 on the phone. Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com on the web or downtown Batesville. In partnership with the Batesville Farmer's Market, Margaret Mary Health is proud to host a midweek market on Wednesdays in August at the Margaret Mary Outpatient and Cancer Center located at 24 Six Pine Ranch Road. Stop by from 2.30 to 6 p.m. for locally grown produce, handmade quality items, baked goods, plants, flowers, and more. Call Christy at 812-212-7288 to learn more. Hi, this is Scott Lamping at Hurt and Elko. We know a system breakdown is inconvenient at any time of the year because it's costly, time-consuming, and possibly indicative of bigger problems. That's why we recommend regular maintenance on your home comfort system and why we offer new Lennox systems when it's time to make a change. Proudly offering Lennox products is just another way we make you feel better. So call Hurt and Elko at 812-934-4646 or visit us at hurt-elko.com. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is Eric Feller, Oldenburg Academy uh, football coach. And Coach, uh, a big win on your first uh, game out against Rock Creek Academy. Tell us about it. Yeah, I was, as I said last week, I was kind of nervous, very nervous, because we were in the dark. We didn't know anything. Um, literally knew nothing. Um, but Fears were quickly allayed when uh, Tony Klein 
return the opening kickoff for a touchdown. Um, so that that settled things down pretty quickly. Um, and it's always, <clears throat> I think, and it's always nice to play at Elder. That's the second time we played there. Um, uh, Rod Martin, our assistant coach, it's the first time he's been there, and I try to explain to him what what it was like before we got there, and, <laughs> and I can still see his face when when we pulled around the corner and we and he saw the pit, and <laughs> he he was like, oh my gosh, like he was he was just blown away by just it's just so much aura in that place that I, I you know we were two and zero there, um, we love playing there, we play well there, um, so. Yeah, Tony re- uh, returned the opening kickoff and 87 yards, and then I think, and then our defense got a nice stop, and then Abe Pete's, Caleb Lehman, um, they did a lot of running, um, very balanced running with 70. I think Abe had seven carries for 76 yards, and Caleb had six carries for 67 yards, or something along those lines. Abe, if you don't know Abe Pete's, Abe is. Abe is about 5'9", uh, 230, and he was a guard for us last year. And quite honestly, he could arguably be he was our best lineman. But we went to a new offense, and uh, last year, Eli Sportleader, our quarterback, kept telling me, he said, we need to move Abe the fullback. I was like, <laughs> no, we need linemen, Eli. Don't you worry about that. And now that Abe's been kind of practicing the fullback position, um, Probably should have taken his advice last year, but any, but, but you know Caleb, but we're it's kind of a different offense, so it fits a better um, than Caleb Lehman. Caleb Lehman did a great job at fullback for us last year, but Caleb's playing a lot more wing for us this year. And um, yeah, it was always good to get off to a one and zero start. The uh, the um, kind of lost my train of thought here. I we had some breakdowns on defense, but for the most part, it was a perfect for first game for us. I'm extremely happy that we're one to zero. But in all honesty, we have bigger fish to fry than Rock Creek, and um, and and as soon as, and once we you know here in a couple of weeks we start our conference schedule. So um, good to start one to zero. Any other players you want to point out that uh, played well for you? Yeah, Matt Sadler's is. He's a guy that'll stick out on film to other teams. He'll he's he's one of our better players. He's our tight end and, and linebacker. He caught two passes. We only threw the ball four times, and he caught three of those passes um, for 46 yards and a touchdown. Um, Matt's the kind of guy where um, he's prone to drop balls when he's wide open and nobody near him, but when there's three guys draping on him. Um, He'll catch anything and everything. He's one. He's just one of those guys, and he kind of made one of those catches on on Friday night. Matt also hadn't led our defense in tackling with nine tackles and two and a half tackles for loss, including a special teams tackle. Uh, Mike uh, Matt had Matt had 14 special teams tackle last year. So, and he and he's a player we take out on special teams as much as we can, just because to get him a break. Um, in fact. <clears throat> Kind of to go on the, on the mat again, but we had to, we took a timeout on a kickoff last year <laughs> just to get uh, Matt and another kid a break so we could put him on kickoff and cover. Um, it tells you how good he is on, on kickoff and in, in our punt team in terms of tackling. Um, other guys, AP, it's already mentioned him defensively. He played well. Some young guys, I really are are two freshmen who played. Alex Sizemore st- did really well at outside linebacker and tight end, and our our. We have a freshman quarterback. One of our freshman quarterbacks, um, Rhett Martin, he started and played. 
Um, he he looked calm, cool, collective under pressure. You would have never really thought he looked like a freshman um, controlling the offense. And overall, our line, our, you know, we only passed the ball four times. And our line, you know, there's a reason we did so well is because of our line. Coach, I was uh, thought you said you had a game this week, and then I looked at the schedule, and it said open. Uh, who do you play this week? We do. We do have a game this week. It is against uh, Arcanum. They are a team north of Dayton. Um, they actually they contacted us last November, and they're in the smallest division in Ohio. But you know, I was kind of researching them. There, there's a lot of there's a, it's a football school for sure. It's an Ohio football school, <laughs> but it's it they're very small. They're bigger than us, but they're still very small. Um, so you can tell that they do a lot of stuff in the community with football, and football is huge in that community. They um, we are actually. They wanted to play on some turf. They don't have a turf field. They couldn't find anybody around them to play on turf. We were trying to find some place um, in Cincinnati to play and meet them there, but uh, nothing worked out. So we actually settled on Bishop Chittard. Um, so they're going to travel to Indy. We'll travel to Indy to play at uh, Bishop Chittard. We'll leave about three hours early to see if we can't get there on time with all the traffic in Indy. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think 465 is uh, some of it's open again, it so is. that'll help. <laughs> it is. I was looking at Google Maps yesterday, and there's tons of red stop signs everywhere all over Google Maps. So I, you know, we're going to leave early just in case if we're there early, the kids can um, keep themselves busy. But um, but yeah, um, we're, we've got we've got to keep that in mind as well. I know when you don't have a home field, it's uh, a great disadvantage, but uh, playing at the two places you're starting the season has to be uh, a plus as well. Oh, that you know, I actually, when we got to Elder, I had to go find somebody to open up a gate, and I actually accidentally walked into their coaching staff's room. I started talking to some of their coaches, and one of their coaches asked me, he's like, now what drives you to come an hour to play in Cincinnati um, at a place like, the, you know, when you – when you can play closer to home, I said, well, for one, we don't have a home field. So, two, if I said, if I want to play someplace, I'd rather be at um, re- some really cool high school stadiums. And what's more cool than than being at the pit in Elder? Um, and they were, and they just started laughing. They was like, that's exactly the answer we wanted. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, in Bishop Chatard, we've got some strong ties at OA to the Chatard. Um, they've been really awesome with us in a lot of sports. Um, and uh, they just built their field. They're trying to. And I talked to their AD last last year. They're trying to. Um, I don't know if they have visitor stands up. They still got. I know they're buying houses around the area in Broad Ripple, trying to expand that place. But uh, yeah, Chatard's just really, really happy to have their own field, and we're really happy to to play up there on Friday. Uh, Coach, uh, what will it take to win this game this week? Well. Um, we did ha- we did have a few injuries on Friday. Nothing nothing too serious. Some guys out for a week or two. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get creative. Unfortunately, um, the advantage of me being a freshman coach at Batesville for ten years is that we typically had about nineteen twenty kids, and it's exactly what we have at OA this year. So I'm used to having this amount of kids and and putting kids in spots where you know that might necessarily be their best position, but. We're just trying to get our 11 best guys on the field. And so first, I, you know, we're going to have to figure that out. We're still trying to figure that out tonight because we got some more news, you know, just recent news here within the last couple hours. But um, Arcanum is a team that they'll run they'll run a spread. They want to spread you out and then try to run the ball. They want to try to run three receivers on one side and then run a read option with it. And then, and then they'll throw the bubble with that occasionally. 
Um, but ultimately, you know, um, we're just going to have to be our front seven, front eight um, is going to have to do a good job maintaining the line of scrimmage on the defensive side. And offensively, they are very aggressive on defense. So we, we're going to have to find some new ways to neutralize them offensively. And we got some ideas in terms of how to do that. Um, and there's some things you can do to um, neutralize a very aggressive defense, especially some aggressive linebackers. Um, we run a lot of misdirection. That'll help in some ways. Um, they'll, have, they'll have their keys um, in terms of what they're reading. So we'll, we'll try to have some key breakers for them um, to keep them more honest. But uh, the good thing is, quite honestly, it's not a conference game. Um, we, we're looking to just get better. Um, and, uh, the, uh, you know, I, th I think this week is a good opportunity for us to see just how um, how we compare a little bit. Even though we have some guys injured, we, um, we're going to get some guys some uh, healthy reps this week. And uh, we'll see how Friday night goes. Um, I'm pretty excited, to be quite honest with you. I'm pretty excited to go up to Indy to play them and, uh, and uh, see how everything goes. And, Coach, since we uh, don't meet next week because of Labor Day, who do you play the following week? Uh, we do play Edinburgh. We play, we'll play at Edinburgh. Um, it'll be the first game we'll play on grass. Um, so that, you know, that won't be a big deal for us. But, um, but we will play at Edinburgh. I feel like they're a little improved I, um, from what I've heard. So we'll see. I, 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 I don't know yet, but that's definitely a game we're, we've, we're going to look forward to for next week. Coach, anything else before I let you go this evening? Yeah, a couple things. First, uh, we, I, f I forgot to mention another player. We do, um, we do have a female kicker this year. We have um, Allison Storm. She's done a good job kicking for us. Um, she went five for five in extra points. It's funny how she came, you know, how it ended up, kick, how she ended up kicking for us. I was actually working with her dad at Freudenfest, and and I was just talking about. We were, I don't know how it even started, but next thing I know, she was out in our field the next Tuesday or Wednesday, warming up and kicking, um, and. I was like, holy cow. What, you know, it was, I mean, she hit a 40-yarder, and I was like, okay, we're, um, we'll just get you pads and a helmet, and we'll see you on Friday. Um, so she's, she's her learning curve has been incredible so far. So um, she's really helped us out. And then also the turnover for Hunger, we did have five turnovers. So that really helps out um, in terms of raising money for Ripley County Community Foundation. And, uh, I, you know, hopefully we'll have some more this week. Um, and we get some pledges out. Still, still waiting on a few. I know who said they were going to pledge some more for OA. Haven't got, haven't turned those in yet. So I have to get those Amy Streeter. But Amy's doing a good job, and Laura Hamilton. Um, they're both doing a good job uh, representing uh, Ripley County Community Foundation, raising money for the Turnover Hunger Campaign. Coach, we'll see you in two weeks. Thanks, Ron. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You're listening to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 in your FM dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen here from the award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza with big news. The Chicken Bruschetta Supreme Pizza is back in Batesville. Yeah, you heard that right. Our delicious pizza that Eisen's Family Pizza makes with white garlic sauce, fresh local basil, seasoned chicken, and tomatoes is back for a limited time only. And don't forget about our Top This Frozen Yogurt. We have soft serve and pre-cupped options. Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333 on the phone. Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com on the web or downtown Batesville. 
Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick in Greensburg, the dealership where you can get it all, the service you deserve, and above all, courtesy, honesty, and the lowest prices possible. Stop in today at Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick at 950 North Michigan. See for yourself their large selection of Chevrolet Buick inventory and meet the friendly, knowledgeable, and professional sales and service staff. You'll leave knowing you have gotten the best deal in town. Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick in Greensburg. Visit them at TomSibbett.com. George's Pharmacy. Fast, friendly service and free delivery. George's Pharmacy. Locally owned for the community. George's Pharmacy has a full line of medical equipment. From power chairs to lift chairs, walkers and hospital beds. Oxygen, nebulizers, CPAP, George's has it all. And what's better, if you want free delivery all over southeastern Indiana, just remember George's. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. And joining us now is Kyle Laker, baseball high school girls uh, soccer coach. Coach, how's things going so far? Hi, Ron. Good evening. Uh, our season's going well. Uh, we're, we started the season one and one. Uh, that's uh, in my, this is my eighth year as a head coach, and I've never started a season as 0-1. So it was, a, it was an interesting start. Um, you know, we usually have Rushville to start the season, Union County, Greensburg. But this year we, we made a schedule change. Um, Seymour played four games back-to-back in, in a week, and uh, we tried to help them out a little bit and put them at the beginning of our schedule, which is, which is good for us. Uh, it kind of gave us a, a good, you know, reading here at the beginning of the season where we stand and um, – you know, we battled them. They scored early on us, and uh, we just couldn't put one in the back of the net. So we lost that one, one to nothing. And then uh, we had a hosted Rushville last Thursday, and um, you know, we got off hot and hot and quick to, against them, and scored four nothing, or four zero in the, the first ten minutes, and eventually ended up beating them uh, eleven to one. So that, that put us at one and one on the season. But things are going well, and uh, hopefully, we can we can keep on rolling here. Uh, who do you have scheduled uh, this week and uh, next week? Uh, Thursday we we uh, travel to Greensburg for uh, our second conference match of the year, um, and then after Greensburg, probably our toughest weekend of the year, we travel uh, to Plainfield, and we we are in the Plainfield Invitational, so we play uh, Indianapolis Bishop Chatard game one, um, and then on the other side of the bracket, it's Plainfield versus Danville, uh, so. Depending on how both those games go in the morning, we'll figure out how the afternoon goes. But uh, two years ago, we went up to Plainfield for the first time, and uh, we beat Chittard game one, and we beat Plainfield to win the championship. Um, and then last year, the, the tournament got rained out, so I didn't get to see either of those teams last year to really see how they've improved since since we knocked them off two years ago. We kind of surprised them up there, uh, coming up there. They didn't know who Batesville really was, and uh, hopefully we can do the same thing again um, on Saturday. So I look forward to Saturday's competition. How many young ladies do you have out for soccer, and how many are letter winners? Yeah, coming back, uh, I'll start with letter winners first because we only have 12 returning letter winners, and uh, that's a small number for us. Um, uh, that's, I was a little worried about numbers coming in. We, you know, we lost a lot of players last year, and you know, some underclassmen just didn't choose to come out this year. And I was looking at my numbers early in the season. I'm like, man, we might have like 19 or 20, and then this freshman class came, and I think we have 11 freshmen. So. Uh, we had two sophomores that joined us for the first time and a junior that joined us for the first time. So 14, we had 14 new players uh, to the program, which is what we needed at the at when we <laughs> a desperate time there. So it was good to see the, those numbers come out. Uh, who are some of your top players and what positions do they play? 
I want to talk about my, each of my five seniors here okay. first. Um, my five seniors, you know, four of them have played varsity minutes or started started since their freshman year, and um, the exclusion of that is Carrie Rear. And, and I just want to commend Carrie. Um, you know, she's been a senior or she's been a four year player for us, but up until this year, she hasn't really played much varsity. And so, game one, she she was asked to start for us uh, as an outside back. So it's just a it's just a great determination story. I use. I used Carrie and, and a, a player from a couple of years ago, Carissa Warner. They're two of my I, I call them like my poster children because they've they've stuck with it. They've you know they've never complained about not playing varsity. They've always came day in day out, working their butts off. And um, I just want to commend those two, but especially Carrie this year uh, coming out and uh, she's a starter for us and going to play a lot of minutes. And um, just it's one of those stories that it's a feel good story just for Carrie and and she's just a great young lady for us. Um, she also sings the national anthem for us. So if you're ever out at the soccer field, it's a nice uh, touch to our to our games just to hear Carrie out there singing. So, um, but our other seniors, um, Carly Warner is our leading goal scorer so far. She scored three goals against um, Rushville, and uh, she's our returning. You know, she scored 18 goals last year for us. So she's she's going to be uh, a lot of her offense is going to be on her shoulders, and uh, I think she's up for the challenge with that. Um, her running mate is Liz Heidledge. Uh, Liz, is, Liz and Carly have played for, uh, they, were, they were talking about it the other night, and I think like 11 years or something like that together. So uh, they're going to hopefully kind of ride this season out, and hopefully they can take, take the team far. Um, their, their other two um, seniors are Ellie Cassidy and Abby Prickle. Um, both of them, again, have played a lot of minutes for us and, uh, a lot of, since their freshman year, and um, we look forward to them. They're our, they're our center backs, so... Um, those two are the counterparts, and they play they play spring together as well, and have developed a great relationship, and just a strong core in the back of our defense. Um, so, you know, we gave up a goal to um, Seymour, and uh, we started kind of I started kind of changing things around. You know, we weren't getting very much offense, and those we're gonna have to kind of play around with maybe getting one of those two forward a little bit, and once we kind of get that back line solid, um, other than them, and. Uh, and then in the center in the, the uh, Rushville game, we gave up one late in the game. Uh, we went 29 players deep, so we had, we were playing everybody we could, and uh, it was good to see a lot of people getting minutes in that game. Um, but juniors, you know, we have a couple juniors that are really representing uh, Caroline um, Caroline Kellerman, Lauren Gutzwiller are both playing, logging a lot of minutes for us, uh, and we look forward to their leadership back there. Um, Olive Zornelia is our goalie this year. So last year, I don't know if you if you came out to a game, uh, Olive used to be a goalie, and last year we played her on defense because we had Ellie Wechter come out, and uh, you know we wanted to utilize Ellie's size and kind of athleticism, and we moved Olive out into the field, and she really liked that that field. Uh, you know, playing an outside back, and it's hard to convince her to go back to goalie <laughs> this year. But um, she's doing a great job for us, and uh, I think we'll we'll really uh, she'll put us on our back there. Coach, who's helping you with tennis this year? Uh, excuse me, soccer this year. Yeah, I have the same assistants, which has been nice. Um, so Katie Hartman and Katie Griggs. Uh, Katie Griggs was formerly Katie Thomas. Uh, so we have two Batesville grads, two, two alumni from the program who continue to, um, you know, really prioritize soccer. And uh, they just have a lot of they – have, they just form great relationships with the girls and really help me out um, in, in the, the soccer realm of it as well. Coach, uh, I know you play a reserve schedule. Are uh, you got enough girls to play any freshman games, or is that the thing of the past too? Uh, freshman in soccer has never really been a thing, uh, especially around our area here. It's just you know by the time you get 
15 on a team comfortably you know you'd have to have 45 girls to really be able to field that that freshman team so i don't know that it's probably a long ways off to be able to do that but we do have a jv schedule and our jv team has only played one game uh rushville didn't have a jv team um and seymour they, they, you know like i said it's 14 there's 14 new players that you know not new at soccer but new to our program and so they're getting a lot of minutes in the JV level and um, you know a couple names that, of some girls that have played really well is Haley Lips, Tristan Roulette they both are doing really uh, good things as freshmen and um, I think they'll start to see some some more minutes coming up here in the varsity level if they keep doing what they're doing in the JV level. And uh, the conference has been uh, very very tough uh, for uh, quite a few years. Who are some of the top teams in the conference this year? Yeah, it's, it's, it seems like it's a big log jam at the top because um, I just saw a score uh, Lawrenceburg and, and East Central. Um, they usually play two times in the year, and I, I think East Central is dropping a lot of the conference programs to go pick up some bigger schools, uh, in, you know, in the Ohio and the Kentucky areas, and uh, so. This time, that their their game one or their only game was was played this week, and um, it was a zero zero tie. And in our conference, we go to a shootout, and I saw that East Central beat Lawrenceburg four to two. So that was a big game for those two programs because uh, you know a lot of times our conference was won with you know with a perfect record and so uh it's not saying that you know us or south dearborn can can knock off east central but uh it'll be a battle between us for all, all the four of us teams to see who can who can uh win that and the other schools i know uh competitively are probably not quite that level yet but uh, i know franklin County's getting better through the years and uh i think greensburg as well and uh connersville rushville seems to be down yet and i don't know about connersville yeah, it's kind of like a. I mean, I don't throw Greensburg and uh, and Franklin County down with the other two, but there there it is up kind of two tiers of of our conference, and uh, hopefully Franklin County is probably the next best team, and they um, they really battle. They'd have some athletic girls, and I think there's more about just kind of gelling as a team and really figuring out you know that they can compete with the, the next level, and um, they they are turning their programs around, and and um, I look forward to playing them this year as well. Coach, I know we're going to have you on later in the year uh, when uh, some of your uh, seniors as well, but uh, anything else before we let you go this evening? No, I just uh, want to thank you guys for hosting us and letting us represent the soccer program out here. Um, we, you know, we have a great team, and I'm really looking forward. I, I've been telling everybody I have to coach a little bit this year, which is, uh, <laughs> you know, losing. We had so we have had so many scores, and um, you know, we have uh, one girl that I didn't mention was Olivia Knieven, and she uh, moved to Batesville this year um, from the Summon area. So we have a new player uh, playing up top for us, and um, it's been great to kind of get another score on our team, and um, we look forward to just her. You know, gelling with the rest of the team, and uh, I, I just look forward to us being a, a dangerous um, team come late in the season. And for those that don't follow the program very well or closely, um, with Connorsville's enrollment continuing to drop, they end up they're actually in our class of soccer now, which soccer is only three classes. So uh, the 2A class, the, our sectional just became huge, you know, because we, it's always been our conference pretty much. Um, and now throw Connorsville in there, they've moved. Greensburg and, and ourselves to Indianapolis. So our our uh, sectional is now with it's actually at Greensburg, but uh, we we have Cathedral. And uh, if you looked at the preseason polls, which I, I take them for with a grain of salt, but but Cathedral was a state champion last year. They're ranked number one, and we were ranked number two. Uh, you know, we got a loss here early, so I don't think we'll stay there for long. But um, it's just uh, looking forward to that sectional. It's going to be brutal, and I hope that by the end of the season we're peaking and we're playing well, and we've we've kind of figured out our identity. You know, that's why that 
Seymour game. It's it's game one. You know, we haven't played as a team, and uh, I, I want to compare game one to you know game sixteen. And I hope we I lo- hope we look like a different team uh, come game sixteen. So I, I look forward to the rest of the season and continuing to uh, build on our what we have, our foundation, and we have a really strong core group. And uh, just look forward to especially these freshmen to step up and see who's going to really uh, get some minutes here. Coach, thank you so much, and best of luck uh, uh, throughout the season, and uh, best of luck in that new sectional format. Thanks a lot, Ron. We will be back with a final word after these words from our sponsor. You're listening to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen here from the award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza with big news. The Chicken Bruschetta Supreme Pizza is back in Batesville. Yeah, you heard that right. Our delicious pizza that Eisen's Family Pizza makes with white garlic sauce, fresh local basil, seasoned chicken, and tomatoes is back for a limited time only. Don't forget about our Top This Frozen Yogurt. We have soft serve and pre-cupped options. Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333 on the phone, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com on the web or downtown Batesville. The Batesville Community Education Foundation, providing funding for innovative learning opportunities that go beyond the basics in academics, athletics, and the arts in Batesville Public Schools. BCEF focuses on workforce development initiatives, classroom grants, flexible learning spaces, scholarships, and alumni outreach. Support learning that goes beyond the basics by donating to the Batesville Community Education Foundation today. Learn more at BatesvilleEducationFoundation.org. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back. Uh, we will not be on next Monday because that's Labor Day. So, uh, last uh, big hurrah for summer. We'll let everybody have that uh, Monday night off. We'll be back on September 9th with Evan and Eric, of course. Uh, June Rigney's coming down with from Greensburg Volleyball. Tom Marr, Bates High School Girls Golf, and Ken Getz, Holmberg Academy Boys Soccer, will be with us on September 9th. I want to thank all of our guests this evening. We want to thank the young men from OA uh, uh, Tennis who came over this evening. We want to thank uh, Isons for allowing us to be here. We want to thank WRBI and uh, John and uh, Matthew for getting us set up here this evening and getting us on the air. We want to thank uh, our sponsors who make this all possible. And we want to thank all of you for listening in. We'll see you in two weeks. Good night, everyone.